Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Thursday, July 27th. The Bank of Canada kept the door open to raising interest rates again in this cycle, but policymakers agreed in early July that further adjustments would be taken on a case-by-case basis, according to a summary of their latest deliberations. Bloomberg reports that Governor Tiff Macklem and five other members of Governing Council debated pausing rate hikes before ultimately deciding to raise the benchmark overnight rate to 5% on July 12th, the highest level in 22 years. Wary of over-tightening monetary policy, officials plan to wait for more information before making future rate decisions. The central bank's next scheduled decision is September 6th. Current challenging market conditions has made investors think carefully about allocations to sustainable funds, according to a new report. Softer investor sentiment has led to a significant pullback from global sustainable funds, with $18 billion of net new money invested in the second quarter of 2023, compared to more than $31 billion in the previous three months. Morningstar data shows that inflation, interest rates and recession risk have impacted the sustainable funds market the most in Japan, Australia, New Zealand and United States. Canadian investors have been more likely to stay with their sustainable investment goals, with net inflows of $207 million in the second quarter. However, this is down sharply from the $963 million of the first quarter. The net inflows were attributed to active strategies as passive registered small outflows. However, Canadian funds' organic growth slowed to just 0.6% from 3.2% in the first quarter. Canada's sustainable fixed income funds attracted $270 million in the quarter, while equity funds saw outflows. NBI products saw the largest share of new money, a total $302 million for its NBI Sustainable Canadian Bond ETF. Total assets invested in Canadian sustainable funds stood at a record $33.7 billion at the end of June, up 4% from the previous quarter. The previous record of $33.2 billion was set in 2022's first quarter. Assets in actively managed sustainable funds increased by 4.2% over the quarter, with passive strategies gaining 3.2%. Global sustainable fund assets posted strong gains in the second quarter, taking the total back towards their historic high. Total assets were near $2.8 trillion by the end of June, closer to their $3 trillion record at the end of 2021. How much do Canadians pay in taxes for public health care provision? A new analysis of data shows that an average Canadian family with two adults and two children and an income of $169,296 will pay an estimated $16,950 in 2023, while a couple with no dependent children will pay $16,162. A single Canadian will pay $5,622 for their health care insurance and a single parent with one child will pay $6,290. This only reflects the costs of public health care provisions, not private medical insurance or health insurance to protect wealth. As most Canadians do not see a bill for medical services, many are unaware of the true cost of health care insurance paid through their employer or how much these costs have increased over the past quarter of a century. The Fraser Institute research shows that since 1997, the first year for which data is available, the average cost of health care insurance has risen sharply and faster than increases in income. The average Canadian family's healthcare costs have increased more than four times as fast as the cost of clothing and around twice as fast as the cost of food and shelter and the average income. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters plus. Are retail investors ready for the private market portfolio revolution? Nicola Wealth boosts its advisory team with a senior trio from Gluskin Chef. And a former Russell Investments Canadian CEO is to join Third Eye Capital. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.